Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. Tentative New Year. <laughs> <laughs> it's it started in a way. Yeah. It, it, it sure did that. Um, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I'm abstaining from like saying Happy New Year because that sounds too optimistic um, for where we're at. <laughs> so... Um, hope you had some decent holidays, y'all. Um, but it is January, and the month is. I'm. I don't know how. Is it Jandru Jandru? Julie January. Yeah. January. There we go. Um. But yeah, if that does not tell you what we're doing, we are watching Julie Andrews movies this month, and today we picked. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Do you have any history with Mary Poppins? Um, I've seen it before, but it's just it's such. I don't I I don't know when is the whole thing. Um, mm. it was probably when I was like really I don't have like a specific memory of when I saw it first. Um, but I know I've seen it. Maybe not all at the same time. Like, I might have watched, like, part of it at some point and then watched, like, the whole thing later. That is very common for <laughs> me and my youth. Um, yeah, that is a trend. <laughs> I, wa- I, 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 I literally only watch things when they were on television. And sometimes Entirely you good. miss the beginning. You miss it. So, yeah. Um, I don't have that much, uh, like full-on attached memories to this film what about you well I do remember when I watched it um I don't have like an extent like an extended um history with it or like intense attachment as other people do but uh in primary school probably grade four or five uh they made us during like arts and culture class I guess they made us watch like four musicals obviously not one after the other but I spaced out throughout the year uh west side story uh phantom of the opera mary poppins and sound of music and i'm pretty sure out of all of those i've only seen west side story more than once um so all i could remember of mary poppins like oh the only thing i could guarantee i knew about mary poppins was that she had a bag that was endless and that she had an umbrella that acted as a parachute and or like i don't know i don't think parachute is the right word because parachutes don't work that way um but you know <laughs> that and i knew the songs the spoonful of sugar helps the go down and supercalifidolisticexpialidocious because obviously um yeah and i like i have a much clearer vision of the one episode of Johnny Bravo, where Donny Osmond is basically <laughs> is basically Mary Poppins, and he comes to be like Johnny's nanny for like a little bit. It's like one yeah. of their like Twilight Zoney episodes, anyway. <laughs> um, and I've also seen like the Mary Poppins Returns, 
which I didn't yes, realize course. was like a reboot. I I thought it was like a straight up sequel because like, again, didn't remember anything from Mary Poppins. And I knew that the two adults in the movie were the kids from the original movie. So I yes. thought it was a, just a straight up sequel. And yeah. um, when I watched Mary Poppins this time, I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> These are the same scenes. <laughs> Slightly yeah. different, but basically I, the same scenes. The thing I loved about it is, um, so Bert's uh, Scrivener, when he's, not Scrivener, what is it? When he's a Screever and he mm. does like the drawings and he's like, you can go to this place or this place. The places that he points out that they didn't go to are the places that they went in uh, the reboot. Oh, because he was like, you can go to the cir- yeah. He was like, yeah, you can go to the circus, like tightrope, and I'm just like, they went to a circus. They did. They <laughs> I'm did. Just like... <laughs> okay, you know that makes sense. I guess. Um, yeah, that does make sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I guess the only other thing I know about it is that like the author of the original book series did not want this movie to be made at all yeah and she was pretty livid (laughs) very vocal about it too um and she's like i don't want any americans touching my shit and then like in her will put like don't nobody do my shit again and they did and i'm like wow (laughs) y'all just just like like, looked at her will and you're like "Mm -mm, actually don't care Oh, That's boy. so wild to me. Uh, whoever made that decision, you're so rude. You're rude. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Moving on. <laughs> uh, we could start with whatever. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this movie was made in 1964. Um, was it made in 1964? Sure. It was released then. I don't know when it started production, but it was released in 1964. So it's set much earlier than when it's um it's set like 50 years before. So different. Yeah, time. So, there is like a lyric somewhere there that's like 1910. And I was yeah. like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you wouldn't think, but then it's like, so we're 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 watching a period piece from 1964's interpretation of 1910 in 2020. Mm, One, yeah. 2021. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's like taking a little bit back and then going back some more. Um, <laughs> it's like that scene in Lemonade Mouth when they start with a flashback and then flashback further. Oh, God. <laughs> so... We start off with uh, Bert Van Dyke, um, lovely man. Um, he is uh, basically uh, doing. He's he's playing like a multi. I forgot what they're called, but it's like the multi instrument one man band. There we go. He's doing the one man band where. Um, he's just trying to go around and everyone even though he seems to be of like the poor sort everyone around him who seems to be like fairly upper class seems to enjoy his presence and mm-hmm. his performance um and they seem to like not just have like 
they seem to have like a, a good relationship because he knows all of them by name and things like that. So it, it seems to be like a regular occurrence, whatever he's doing, wherever he is. Um, but he's the one that first notices a change in the winds. Um, something might be coming and he's, it feels familiar. It's Mary Poppins. Um, <laughs> but I will say the first, the very first scene that we get is Mary Poppins sitting up on a cloud and I can not imagine just like, I, I feel like a lot of this was really magical when it came out because I could still like kind of feel the essence of it even though like some of the special effects don't hold up yeah 100 percent. Just... i'm like wow they that <laughs> the editing and <laughs> and all of that like those people worked they worked yeah they they worked really hard on it and i i appreciate that so much because it's still like it still looks so good for the most part um so after that we get introduced to a few of the minor characters, um, Admiral Boom, who is uh, still alive in Mary Poppins Returns, um, who his his house is like a ship, so it's it's a whole thing, um, and we get introduced to some of the domestics, uh, Cook and I forget what the other one is called. Uh, it doesn't oh, it, i guess it doesn't matter <laughs> but uh well no it's not that it doesn't matter oh ellen um who's like the regular maid but uh and we get introduced to katie nana who is in the process of leaving uh the bank's house because the children have run off again and she's just quite sick of them at the time uh Mrs. Banks comes home and Mrs. Banks is a suffragette. Which I she, didn't like anticipate to be part like her character. <laughs> like I just I, I in my head I didn't like see this happening and I'm like, oh, so we starting off feminist. I love this. <laughs> I love it because She's like, oh, you know how um, Mr. Banks gets upset by the cause. So I'm just like, so you know what you're doing upsets your husband, but you do it anyway. I appreciate that. (laughs) I appreciate you, lady. Um, But yes, she is suffragette. She um, works for women's rights, uh, votes for women, a banner. Um, is across her at all times, almost. Um, and she sings a song. I think it's the first, like, proper song. We have, like, Dick Van Dyke singing, like, a little prelude to Chim Chim Cherie all through, like, until yeah. it's the moment for the song. But I think yeah. this is the first song. Also, the lyrics to Sisters of Redette, I just, I love it. I just, yes. She's like, <laughs> she's like, men are trash. <laughs> we might love some of them, but it has a whole mm-mm, trash. <laughs> well done, sister suffragette. She's spreading the gospel around her house. <laughs> and they're like joining in kind of, but like the nanny's like, I gotta go. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Thank you so much. On her way out, she uh, runs into Mr. Banks who seems to be having like a fairly pleasant day as he gets home because his wife is trying to tell him that the nanny is left but he's just uh singing about the life that he leads and how like 
orderly and proper it is and how he likes to keep it. And I'm just like, bruh, oblivious. Thank you. I mean, he's, yeah, he's like, I don't want to say self-centered, but like, you know. I mean, you can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's just like, and it's kind of like, speak singy a little bit mm-hmm. like some 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 bits he's like more speaking than he is singing um but yeah he's just like it's it's gotta be like in order my house is in order my work is in order and i'm like sir life is a mess like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> mrs banks finally gets a word in edgewise to let after he's like where are the children it's like the children are missing the constable comes and returns them uh, because mm-hmm. they were chasing after a uh, lost kite. Uh, he... As one does. <laughs> and apparently, then I just love how the children went running after a kite, and the nanny just decided, I can't deal with this. I, <laughs> I really just cannot. I was like, aren't you meant to watch them? Like, what if one of them fell into a ditch and died? Like, is this how Edwardian nannies are? But, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, <laughs> I mean, the they children could have gone, like, missing with... forever. And, like, she couldn't care less. Literally. I guess, like, their neighborhood is fairly safe or whatever. So, I guess they wouldn't have so much trouble. Sure, but they're also, like, <laughs> the size of a grapefruit. They could be killed in any <laughs> no numerous ways. This is true. They are they are slivers of people. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're trying to interact with their father, but he's just so caught up in the fact that they made him lose another nanny um, that he kind of just uh, ignores what they're saying uh, altogether um, and sends them to their rooms. Uh, so they have to hire a new nanny and... Mr. Banks is dictating to uh, Mrs. Banks what he will require in a nanny in the song The Perfect Nanny, um, which later on the children come in and interject with what they want in a perfect nanny. Um, there are different things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, the dad's like, she must be strict. She must like be upset with them at all times. And they're like, <laughs> we want her to be kind and play games with us, yeah. And the dad's like, no. And the mom's like, but he... that's lovely, sweetheart. <laughs> Throughout the movie, he's just so determined to show them that life is a severe, strict thing. And I'm just like, sir, do you not understand having children at all? Like, I they're, had, they're going cause to... Because <laughs> I watched... Sorry, because I watched this with um, Duada friend um and like i don't know i think it was either he was sitting at the dinner table or something like that i was like why did you have kids my guy like i know that's like a thing that people do just like i'm married now children are the next thing but you clearly don't want kids you hate them so much i mean he doesn't hate them but like he is so like i'm like you should you shouldn't have had kids you don't like but i I feel like, well, again, it's like you said, it's like the thing to do. But also, I think he just doesn't know, like, what to do with them. 
Because mm-hmm. he's just like, okay, we have the children, and then the nanny takes care of them, and then they will grow up, and they will be proper adults, and I will have done my job by ensuring that they're cared for correctly. But the thing about having children is I think you're meant to enjoy them at least a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> when you have them. Yep. <laughs> Like, like, no, I I'll also understand that his kids are annoying. Like, <laughs> they're a lot. But they're still your children, my guy. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, the mother is also, like, a little bit because she's she's very caught up in her cause. And I, I feel like her cause is meant to be making, like, the world better. Um, so I can understand her, like, being busy. But she's also kind of not there as well Mm -hmm. and the story mainly focuses on uh mr banks uh relationship to them yeah yeah she's kind of superfluous really truly is and i think it's because one we have mary poppins who's gonna come in and be that like strong female presence even though they try to give they try to give her a strong female presence by making her like a suffragette and make sure she's like you know a patron to all these causes that are worthwhile but in terms of her old household she doesn't seem to have that much control or say or anything uh, mm. so it's just odd still yeah, it is a weird juxtaposition with her being like, let's fight for women's causes. And she gets home and she's like, yes, dear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um, so the ad that the children write gets torn up by uh, George Banks and he puts it into the fireplace. Doesn't light it on fire, but it gets put in the fireplace, which then through magic, of course, it gets sucked up through the fire, through the flue, up into the air. Um, Meanwhile, his ad that he wrote for the Stern Nanny, he puts into the Times, um, because you can just phone them in these days and Mm. say that you want to put an ad in. Um, (laughs) I feel like the world was much simpler then. Mm -hmm. But... (laughs) So the next day, there are several nannies that arrive... All of them look old and, like, very severe, very, like, strict. Basically what he was seeking out. And there's, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 12 of them outside the door. And then, like, a fucking hurricane happens. And these women are are just, like, thrown away. Um, Rumor is they're still flying around today. But, like, it's (laughs) really insane. I'm like, where did they go? Did they die? (laughs) Like, that seems very dangerous. I hope not. I doubt Mary Poppins would kill anybody. Like, just commit commit serial murder (laughs) every time. This is, I don't, that would happen. But flying in on her umbrella comes Mary Poppins, and she is basically everything that the children wanted. So when it comes time to call them in one by one, as Mr. Banks requests, there's only one out there, and it's Mary Poppins. And she comes in, and she just, she is the hurricane. Like, she just blows (laughs) in and, like, takes over everything immediately like she takes over the man's thoughts like she (laughs) yeah she She, like does not pause for him long enough for him to really 
let anything that's happening sink in. She's just like, and yep, and I'll do the da da da. And he's like, hold on, wait a minute. Like, I don't even know you like that. And she's like, no, it's fine. I'm giving you a trial period. If I don't like you, I'm leaving. I'm like, babe, what? Because she has, she has the ad that he tore up and he just cannot, he doesn't have a minute to process the fact that he's just like, I tore it up and I put, I tore it and I put it in there. But somehow, some way. You got it? Excuse? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in the end, Mary Poppins decides that she is hired by making Mr. Banks think that she hired that he hired her and now she works for him and so <laughs> she goes up to meet the children um and Michael is suspicious of her because she well I mean they saw her fly in so I don't know why he wouldn't be more suspicious immediately but <laughs> she slides up the banister and he's like this one is tricky. I, I don't know about this one. And I'm just like, Michael, you saw her fly. <laughs> what do you mean? Are you accustomed to seeing people fly in this one? <laughs> like, later on, I have to question, like, if that is a thing, because people start flying all the time. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Still. Mary Poppins introduces herself to the kids and in the nursery it's a mess. A and true mess. She... Like it's like a depression mess. I'm like, kids, are y'all all right? <laughs> like it's the kind of mess like I have <laughs> when I'm like, I I can't deal with life and it's like been like two weeks and like all my things are everywhere. That's <laughs> their house. And I can only assume their their room gets got gets cleaned fairly often. And so I feel like this is a fresh mess. Um, so it's just like, what are you doing? Katie, Katie Nana was just like, listen, I cannot do this anymore. <laughs> like, you made your mess, you lie in it. I don't care. Yep. But she begins to do more magic by opening her bag after she is uh, seen to her room. And she begins to pull out all of her accoutrements which includes a hat rack, um, a, a larger mirror than what is provided her, all manner of things, truly. Yes. And the kids and Michael's just... like, excuse, he's like goes under the table to like look <laughs> under the bag to be like, how is she? What is? And then he picks up the bag and he's like, but it was empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I love it. Uh, but <laughs> she. She begins to tell them that they're going to play a game. And the game is the process of tidying up the room. And we get one of the more famous songs from the movie Spoonful of Sugar as the kill the the, the children the children begin <laughs> to go around <laughs> listen. The children begin to go around um following Mary Poppins' lead, cleaning up their room but doing it magically so it doesn't feel like work, it feels like fun. Mm-hmm. And a spoonful of sugar, have some medicine go down. The medicine go down. The medicine go down. Mm -mm -mm. Spoonful of sugar, have some medicine go down. In the most delightful way. Ooh, yes, a bop. <laughs> a whole it bop. It truly is. But once the nursery is tidied up, the kids want to continue cleaning, even though there's nothing more to clean. Uh, and 
Mary Poppins decides to take them to the park immediately. Once they're out, uh, they meet Bert again, who is now working as the, the screever, making art on the sidewalk uh, with chalk. And he's not a bad artist. He seems to be very much jack-of-all-trades. Like, he, he he's one of those people that just picks up any work that he can find. And I appreciate mm. that so much. But yeah. they meet Bert. And Bert, <laughs> I love the, the moment when Mary Poppins silhouette appears on the ground in the blank portrait and he's just like tracing it's like hold it right there don't you move i know that silhouette anywhere hi mary mm-hmm. uh, i just i love it so much because i want i want to know what their relationship is same. so badly absolutely I same because just... <laughs> it's like you can tell they have like chemistry and like they so like bad. each other for sure. It is. They, and like they, there's even that song earlier when later when they're like, you know, like it's always a great time when I'm around you kind of thing. And yeah. and I'm like, and then she leaves. <laughs> and I'm like, and I know she does that fairly often, which is why he knows like she comes and goes, whatever. Yeah. But like I don't I wanna know more. <laughs> <laughs> Like just I'm nosy like I, that. <laughs> I just desperately. I was just like, this is gonna make me have to like go and read Mary Poppins fan fiction. Like I need someone to to make this up. But to, literally, I need someone to make this up and tell me what happened between them because I need Absolute something. Same actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't remember if there's the same type of energy between. Um, Emily Blunt and Lynn Manuel in the Mary Poppins I, Returns. I feel like no, right? I didn't find so. Their relationship was a lot more like sibling energy to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this one was really like, I feel like they could have dated, yeah, or something. And it was just like they decided to stay friends, but it's they could have like gone either way and I'm just like this is possessing my mind right now this yep. is ridiculous <laughs> I know this is not the point of the movie but absolutely not <laughs> but still <laughs> it, I want it to be a focal point um but that's just me <laughs> so Mary and the kids come to the park they meet Bert and Bird is like, oh, you know, with Mary Poppins, you always go on a fantastic adventure. And Mary's like, oh, Bert, don't fill the children's head with nonsense, knowing full well that she is the nonsense. Um, <laughs> but he's like, oh, we can go here or here or here. And the kid's like, oh, Mary, please, can we go? And they jump into uh, the chalk drawing of which uh, I have I think questions. It was just like Did a... these children like really anticipate that it was possible to do that? Like, I get that they've seen her have magic. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm also like, as a child, I would be like, yes, it's a, I understand. Like, we can pretend that we're <laughs> going into the painting and have those adventures. Sure. But like, I don't know if I'd be like, hey, Mary, can we like, do a quick a little bit of like reality shifting for a minute and you know like i think if bert hadn't brought up the possibility then they wouldn't have but 
Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is a little, um... I don't want to say she gaslights people. Because it's, not, because it's not fair. But <laughs> throughout the film, things happen to the children. And later on, they're like, when this happened? And she's like, what are you talking about? Okay, yeah, no, that's what true. She does gaslight. <laughs> she does gaslight them. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't mean it in a cruel way, Absolutely. you know, like she's not doing it to like manipulate them badly. I think she's just having a bit of fun. But, you know, I feel like it's very contrary to 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 just be like, so we're doing this. We're not going to do this thing. Do it. And then later on, when I ask you about it, we're like, it didn't happen. It would mess with me just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and they have like they're like, and then this happened. They have so many details, and she's like, I don't, I don't know where y'all went, but that didn't happen. <laughs> like, I don't know if you fell asleep or something, but that didn't happen. <laughs> and they're like, but Mary, it did. <laughs> oh, also they um, so Dick Van Dyke into sings this. Um, the pavement. Scriber song thing is again just like chim chim yeah prelude <laughs> <laughs> now within the picture of this um lovely like countryside drawing one of the best sequences in the movie the children run off because apparently there's a fair and mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Bert and Mary Poppins go for a stroll and this is where this is where holiday. we start where we start with that 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 chemistry because like before it's not as palpable here you're like shit yeah, no. okay okay <laughs> history has been had um also I find <laughs> it really funny that the children disappear for like 20 minutes and <laughs> there's no concern at the, I mean I understand that they're in a a, a drawing so like yeah quote unquote realistically what would happen like mary wouldn't nothing that die. bad um yeah. but i just find it really I they mean, just like in believe the, <laughs> in the in the reboot i feel like they could have died like when they go into that carnival thing like i feel like yeah like those animations were not as nice <laughs> as they were <laughs> in the yeah. thing. so i feel like they they could have killed somebody but um here in this version Everyone was fairly nice. Mm. Um, but yes, no, Jolly Holiday is... <laughs> I love when she says, like, it's a Jolly Holiday with you, Bert, mm. and something like, a lady never has to fear when you're near, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I, I was, was like... I think I out loud said, oh, she really be saying, like... <laughs> like... <laughs> You don't harass women, and that's dope. And I'm like, shit. What is? What are the other men doing uh, in 1910? <laughs> and then she's like, this is a very notable thing about you, Bert. <laughs> like, you're you're such a gentleman, Bert. Like, honestly, like I don't have to worry about you like being so like aggressive like other men might be, or like anything like that. You're just like really nice, and he's just, just like, so nice I am trying to flirt with you woman <laughs> she's like she's like you're so you're so sweet <laughs> yeah but like it's a jolly holiday and then there's like a a, a penguin sequence and there's yes. tap dancing i love it 
Uh, after that uh, bit of performance, they meet up with the children again on a carousel that only has four horses. And they're like, oh, it's lovely if you don't want to go anywhere. And Mary's like, are you sure about that? And then magics the horses <laughs> off of the carousel. With also, the, with the, did you with notice the... <laughs> the faces of each of the horses? <laughs> like, Mary Poppins' I, I... one is like as, unbo- as unbothered as she is. And most times, yeah. Um, but Michael's one looks deranged, and <laughs> <laughs> it just, you know, <laughs> I don't know, it just exudes chaotic energy. And I was like, you know what, you're right, <laughs> you're not wrong at all. I, I love when she says, uh, after they get uh, depart from the actual carousel. And Michael and Bert start charging ahead. It's like, we're not in a horse race. Like, this is not. And then, like, t- 10 minutes later, not even that long, it's mm-hmm. like they pull into a horse race and she wins. <laughs> like, what the heck? I also love, like, just before she wins, she, like, gets towards, like, these last two people who are right at the front. And she's like, excuse me. And they're like, oh, yes, let's make way for Mary Poppins. And then she like, like, is like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then she like beats them. And I was like, oh, wow. Gentlemen. <laughs> I think they forgot they were in a race for a moment. They're yeah. like, oh, yes, of course, we must let the lady pass. Absolutely. And after the fact, it's like, wait a second. <laughs> and she wins. And they're like, oh, my gosh. You must be like so happy. Like, what do you have to say? <laughs> I'm just like, well, when there's nothing to say, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. No, 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 no. Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. Something quite if atrocious. If you say it fast enough, you something something precocious. If you say it loud, if you say it loud, loud enough, enough. you always sound precocious. Always sound precocious. I, for some reason, I thought that song was much longer than it is. Mm. <laughs> it's it's not that long. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's two minutes it's two minutes long. <laughs> oh boy. A lot of but the yes, songs are super... like literally two minutes long. The only one that's the the length of a whole century is step in time. <laughs> step in time isn't that long. Oh wait, it's, no, it's it is eight that long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I concede it is long, <laughs> but most of it is them doing a dance break. I think yes. so. Still. After that, the world begins to get washed away due to rain in the real world, so they're magic back into London. Mr. Banks. Oh, wait, no. Mr. Banks. skips, like, the bit where she's gaslighting them, and she's like, and then she's like. Oh. And they're like, oh, right, we're stay too awake. excited to sleep. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and she sings them a lullaby that's basically like, yeah, you're right. Don't go to bed. But, like. It's like a lullaby, so obviously they're like dozing off. 
And also it plays, that little like plays into the fact that children always do contrary to what you want them to do. So it's like, okay, don't go to sleep. Don't mm. rest your head. Don't nod off. And then immediately, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But Stay yeah, so the next day. In case you were wondering what the tune was. <laughs> Mr. Banks is like having breakfast and everything is too pleasant for him. Like it's too cheerful for him. Like Cook is singing in the kitchen. He calls it caterwauling. Like everyone is happy and he doesn't approve. And, yeah, is... they're all like nice to each other. Like which was something um, the mom noted. She's like, they haven't been fighting this morning. And he's like, and that's the problem. <laughs> it's not, I think it's not, I think he thinks or thought that he liked his house having structure, but I think he liked having his house um, predictable. be predictable. Mm-hmm. So when things change and it actually became cheery as he constantly described it um, to 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 be his uh, desire in his head, he just, he couldn't handle it for some reason. He just like immediately soured, like no one was allowed to be happy without him being the provider of the happiness somehow. I don't know what his purpose was <laughs> with that, but still. Uh, the children come down and they try to cheer him up as well. And he's just like, super califragilistic. <laughs> uh, he can't even say it. It's not worthy of his time to figure out what that everyone's being so loud by being happy he's a sour man yeah still the children and mary poppins go out uh to do some errands uh i think they were gonna get fish and some other things as well but then a dog comes whose dog is that by the way <laughs> we see it's, that dog like the... three times it's the dog that belongs to one of the women that we met in the very beginning, but I don't remember okay. her name. Right. Like we never we never see her again. So yeah, because like by the by this scene, I'd forgotten that we met her. So like I was like, who whose dog is this? <laughs> but yes, the dog comes up and begins to deliver news to Mary Poppins because she can totally speak to animals and so i mean they... it's that old lassie thing of like what's wrong <laughs> timmy's stuck in a well <laughs> you know <laughs> they make fun of it in the legally blonde don't they i'll always appreciate the legally blonde stage show for putting an actual dog like on stage, on stage. Throughout the show. <laughs> yeah still uh what was i saying yes so the dog's name, I think, is Archie or Andrew or something. I don't know. I feel um, like it's Andrew. <laughs> okay. Andrew. Oh, like Julie. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so the dog takes them, uh, I think, for, via delivery via Bert because it's Bert's uncle who is in trouble because he has laughed himself into a fit of floating into the air. And... Apparently, the last time it happened, it took three days to get him down. He sings. What does he sing? Um, I love, I love to, laugh. to laugh. 
I love to laugh. Ha 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 ha. Loud and clear. Da, da. Um, yeah. And he's just like chilling up in the ceiling and everyone's like, what's going on? I mean, not everyone. Michael and and what's her name? Why do I only know Michael's name? <laughs> Jane. Jane. <laughs> Jane. Poor girl. <laughs> Michael and Jane. Um yeah are like what how's he up there and then they start telling jokes it's a fun time they end up all mary poppins very reluctantly floats up off her own accord Mm -hmm. um it it it's very much the peter pan type of flight where you think happy thoughts and you fly and then if you start to be sad you've come down so yeah um and but yes, so that she like uh, magics the table up so they can have tea in the, on the ceiling. Yeah, they have a, a, a tea party on the ceiling, but uh, eventually they have to leave, and that is the sadness that brings them back down to earth. Yeah, and the table's still up there. Rumor is it just oh. never came down. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that at all. She like fully um, like left it up there. I'm like, ma'am, you're the only one who can bring it down. I, maybe it's like a time thing. It'll come down eventually. I guess. But when they return, uh, Mr. Banks is still a little sour. Because the children continue to talk about fantastical things that make no sense, about tea parties on the ceiling and like uh, magical, fantastical things that just don't make sense in his like stern, severe world. So um, he, they, they do like a mini reprise of the life I lead, uh, talking about a British bank, uh, when he's talking to Mary Poppins about what he expects because he expected her to be like a sterner more firm uh woman with the children but they're just talking ridiculous things so and basically everyone has the everyone has the assumption that she's about to get fired and she's like no yeah (laughs) i choose when i'm hired I choose when I leave. <laughs> so she's like, so yeah, absolutely. You are going to take the children to the bank with you. That's right. Anyway, I'm still not fired. Goodbye. I love it because it was just like, she's like, did I, did I say I was going to take the kids? Because like, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> Which it didn't really, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I kind of not, but also kind of yeah, because he was just like, I want them to know uh, what it is to 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 experience the world as it is run in a British bank. And she was like, okay. <laughs> so you want them to feel happiness when they do the things that you feel happiness doing. Cool. Take them to work tomorrow. <laughs> so I... Fair enough. Amazing. Her mind. <laughs> um, it's also her day off as well i think the next day which is why yeah she was just like yeah you'll take them <laughs> <laughs> yeah but realizing that she's not fired the children feel a bit of relief and 
Mary sings about um, this song. I did not remember this song at all in the movie, the Feed the Birds song. Mm. It's, I don't know why it's there, but it makes <laughs> me feel so sad. <laughs> I, I, I understand it's, it's just a lullaby. <laughs> no, I don't know why it's there. I understand it's like just a lullaby. Yeah. But it just makes me feel so bad thinking about this this old lady sitting on the steps of the cathedral with the bird feet. It reminds me of the pigeon woman from Home Alone, where she was just really lonely in the belfry, and it's just like all the time. Listen. <laughs> oh, God. But yes, Feed the, feed the Birds happens. Or something like that. Um... Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> so uh, Mr. Banks ends up taking the kids uh, to work with him. On the way, they do see the and I I've just clocked that this is Mary this is more Mary Poppins shenanigans. Like this entire series of events that follows on from this moment forward is Mary Poppins <laughs> doing because. If not for her singing about it, the ha- they would have never noticed the bird woman. Absolutely. And then Michael would have not been so aggressive about his tuppence. Yeah. And then the whole situation at the bank wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So she could try. God, but I mean, this, like, this I woman. don't think she could have like anticipated how. You don't think? No, I, you don't. How, just like how like Michael fully would not give in. Like, I don't, I think, like, to an extent, she no, probably she did. thought of, like, yes, they when want. When she first measured, no, when she first oh, measured right, that's him, true. stubborn yes. was his first quality. Oh, yes, yes, you're right about <laughs> she, that. <laughs> she knows who these kids are. But I also don't think she could have anticipated the actual chaos that would have ensued. Because, like, I don't know how you can, it, like, it, it became such a chaotic moment. Um, but anyway, yeah, they pass the, the lady and Michael's like, oh, there's a lady who would feed the birds. And the, and the dad's like, yes, there, there is a lady who feeds the birds. And he's like, okay, I want to give her my tuppence to, like, feed the birds. And he's like, no. You need to invest. <laughs> and I'm like, he's five. Relax. <laughs> hey, you know, investing is really the way to go these days. Maybe all days. But <laughs> still, yeah. So his dad is like, I'll show you what to do with the tuppence in the bank. And he takes them to meet Mr. Dawes played by Dick Van Dyke, just an amazing <laughs> man, um, but he's Mr. Doss Sr., and he's trying to convince Michael to take it. Jane is like, Jane is there, but no one addresses her <laughs> at, at all. all. It's, she might as well have <laughs> stayed at home, for real, or like gone to the suffragette meetings or whatever with her mom, like, because like fully... She's so irrelevant here. And also, how Gosh. terrifying was this scene? Because to me, it's terrifying. There's like 
20 old white men just yelling at you to give them <laughs> your money. <laughs> They're like, give me your money. No, and he's it... like, ah! Like, no, it's my tuppence. You're not taking it from me. Uh, yeah. But Fidelity Fiduciary Bank is the song of, of chaos. Um, precursor. Okay, yeah, so tuppence. And they're basically being like talking about all these things that the money could be invested in. What? So I was looking through it because there were deleted songs from the movie. Mm-hmm. The Eyes of Love, a romantic ballad intended for Bert and Mary, but according to Richard Sherman, Andrews suggested privately to Disney that the song was unsuitable. In response, A Spoonful of Sugar was written. I have been denied the romance of, and I hate, I hate romance. You know this. You listen to this podcast. You know that I hate romance. Yeah, yeah. But again, because it wasn't the focus of the film, I just wanted just like a smidge, just like a touch of it in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm offended. I'm (laughs) offended. I wish I never read that. I wish I never knew that. Gosh. Oh, man. Anyway. This sucks. (laughs) actually ah. <laughs> um where was i yes fidelity fiduciary bank happens uh mr uh, mr dawes senior tries to take the tuppence from michael and michael is not having it both michael and jane are not having it and they react really poorly start yelling um give back the money give me back my money and Adults hear these child voices. That's what I was about to say. That. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Like these adults react to this as if I don't like if I heard a child if I was in the bank and I heard a child be like, "Give me my money back," I wouldn't connect that to something's wrong with the bank. Like I would, I fully wouldn't like sit there and be like, "Yes, um, the bank is." you know, investing incorrectly or running out of money or whatever it is that they assumed was happening. Like, I would have just been like, hmm, a child is yelling. All right, moving on with my <laughs> life, you know. <laughs> God, I swear. But yes, no, Michael starts yelling and they interpret it as the bank is not giving people back their money. So everyone starts running on the bank to give them back their money. So the bank proceeds to not give anyone back their money by closing the windows and locking the vault because uh, everyone has lost their collective minds. Meanwhile, the children run out of the building altogether, uh, having retrieved the tuppence, and they run right into Bert, who is now working as a chimney sweep. Um, Mm. Bert catches the children up and is like what is happening what are you doing and the children are like our father hates us now it's like this is not first like just like this is not accurate <laughs> <laughs> like i understand you feel a lot but this is not correct uh, like, no sweetie i don't think he hates you 
Um, <laughs> he just works really hard, you know? Yeah, like he's not full on neglecting them, but he he's not a terribly affectionate person. So I think they just think that he doesn't like them, which I mean, fair assumption. Um, yep. <laughs> Bert's like, nah, I'm just gonna take you guys home because it's late and you're children. So he, Chim Chim Cheri happens truly now, uh, finally. Uh, <laughs> I think etc. Yes, because um, Mary Poppins arrives. Her day off is over miraculously at this time, and they are. Oh, I forgot to mention that the reason Bert, Bert ended up staying because uh, Mrs. Banks. Was it Mrs. Banks that decided that he should just clean the chimney, like, while he's there? Yeah, because basically she needed to leave, and Mary Poppins, it was Mary Poppins' day off, and she's like, (laughs) and she's like, I can't take care of my children. Can you, strange man? Because I don't know, because it didn't seem like she knew him. She's like, can you, strange man who brought my children home, can you stay with them? And he's like, I have things to do and she's like no you can have things to do here as well okay goodbye <laughs> basically yeah um but yes mary poppins returns of oh, lord mary poppins arrives and they end up on a chimney adventure that's when chim chimney comes in um they go up, they see all of London through the eyes of a chimney sweep. It's lovely. Uh, All of the lanterns and everything, I'm sure. And then it's a step in time time. (laughs) For like the rest of the movie. I'm kidding. (laughs) But it is such a long sequence. Um, Not that I didn't like it. I did. It was just like realizing how long it was looking at the like the timestamp is like I was like oh I didn't realize how long it was but it is very long um but yeah step in time 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 and um there's a lot of dancing tap dancing happens uh it's a bunch of people it's a big ensemble piece yeah, I don't know if the song is very popular, but it's one of the more popular like dance sequences that like I've mm. seen like around the internet. I feel like Spoonful of Sugar and Supercalifragilistic are the most popular songs, but Step in right. Time is the most popular scene second to the Jolly Holiday scene. Right. Just like visuals. Because um, there's so many of those chimney sweep men and they're doing the most. <sighs> they're Still. doing a lot. They all come. They all come Ooh, crashing okay. into more chaos. Ah, <laughs> 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 but yeah. So wait, there's a moment where the boat guy is like, ah, there are people on the on the roof doing things. Oh and like, yeah, Admiral and like Boom, shoots. Yeah. Um. Um fireworks at them they're being sieged by the hot and tots <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But anyway, yes. Now they all jump through the chimney of the Banks' house. Um, like, soot everywhere, truly. I mean, if they hadn't covered it up, it would have been a disaster. But uh, mm-hmm. now they're all stepping in time inside the house. Mr. Banks arrives uh, and finds and finds the, 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 all of these chimney sweeps. Oh, Mrs. Banks as well. But she just joins in. He's like, oh, I actually don't have time for this. It's like, vote for women, step in time. Vote for women, vote for women. Oh, yep. God. <laughs> but, yes, uh, seeing that Mrs., Mr. Banks is not really having it, Mary Poppins tells Bert to send them away. And they all leave. Michael tries to sneak out with them. But... <laughs> oh, Michael. Mary uh, Mary Poppins before uh, Mr. Banks can really get into it with Mary Poppins as he probably wants to because she's just like I don't have to listen to you and I'm just like but you kind of he's your b- boss I don't understand this is <laughs> nope she's like but the no phone that's rings. right so the phone rings and on the end of the line is Dawes Jr., son oh, of Dawes Sr., who is recalled. relaying. Um, yeah. Before the kids come back, I don't know if it's this time or the first time around, there's like literally police in the house, like trying to find these children. I think it's this time around um, before Bert, like, this is like before. Uh, they all go to the chimney and yada yada because um, the kids left the bank and are missing and um, oh, yeah. they're like yep the kids are missing and then like they just waltz through the door and they're like well they're here now okay goodbye <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they've call, they call the police so much in this movie <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> But yes, so uh, Dawes Jr., son of Dawes Sr., is relaying information from his father that they want to meet with Banks at 9 p.m. that evening. So Banks then has to go and meet with them at 9 p.m. that evening. But before he does, um, so he goes into like the, the living room area next to the fireplace where Bert is still like packing up and stuff. Mm-hmm. What? What? I just I because I'm on the Wikipedia page. So okay, this is not that like it's off topic, but um. So when the movie premiered, um, the writer Travers, um, I don't know L. P. Travers, I think her name is. I don't know. I can't. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, she was not given an invitation to the event, but managed to get one um, from like a Disney Ooh, exec. Okay. And then at uh-huh. the after party, Richard Sherman recalls her walking up to Disney and loudly announcing that the animated sequence had to go. And Disney responded, Pamela, the ship has sailed and then walked away. <laughs> Well, I don't. I think I don't know whose side I'm on. I, 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 I love the I love the movie. I love that it. I love what it is, but it's just like authorial intent 
just like without her this character would not exist for you to make this show of so I feel like her wishes should be respected but at the same <laughs> like I and I remember Disney probably wasn't like the best man sure. so like I I don't know like who whose side I would be <laughs> I mean, be on in regards to this particular event uh, I just it's just a very like I don't know I find that just such it's horrible and very disrespectful but like so funny like why would you say like Pamela the ship has sailed <laughs> and then left her there oh my god okay anyways it's it's truly something else. Um, Mr. Rank get called gets called back. But to yes. Bank. <laughs> oh yes. Oh no. But that skips the song because um, Bert is um, essentially telling him uh, that you know, like, I understand that you want your kids to grow up well, but they'll grow up without you if you don't like treat them like people you know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And it's the A Man Has Dreams yeah. uh, uh, song between the two of them. Then came this person na, 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 na. with chaos in her wake. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not an incorrect statement. Um, but yeah, and he's like, it's that Poppins lady. She ruins everything, yada, yada. And Bert's like, you mean the one who sings a spoonful of sugar? And he doesn't say the right melody <laughs> towards the end of that statement, but it's fine. Uh, he does at the end of the song. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the, by the end of it, he's like, all she's done is be nice to your kids. And he's like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I think afterwards the kids come in and they're like, we're really sorry that we caused so much trouble. Like, here's the money that, you know, that caused oh, that much Michael. trouble. I hope that makes everything. Like, trying to fix it in only a way that it's a just, child could. Right. Um, it's like, you can have the tuppence. I'm like, baby, that's not going to fix anything. <laughs> but that's so sweet. <laughs> Also, um, Jane's, like, yes. sad face, oh, breaks my heart. Like, every <laughs> time they, like, showed her little face sad, I was just like, oh. I mean, it's probably the face that got her hired. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> I, I always think back to whenever I think of, like, children being cast in films, I always think about, like, have you ever seen, like, the E.T. tapes uh, when they were, like, trying to find, mm-hmm. like, the the... The Michael for E.T. Mm-hmm. Uh, should, I, I see by your face that you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, when, like, they audition a bunch of kids. And, like, I think <coughs> Steven. <coughs> wow, they don't want me to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, Steven Spielberg is there as well. And. They're just like talking about E.T. to the kid who's going to become uh, the Michael. And he just, he, he, when E.T., when they're like talking about taking E.T. away, 
mind you, this is an audition. He mm. breaks into like his face, like the breakdown that happens. And it's just like, my dude, how did you turn that on? Like, how did you just turn that on? That's amazing. Because <laughs> it, it just looked so genuine. Wow. Like, he actually cared. He's like, but E.T.'s my friend. It's like, bruh, E.T. isn't real. <laughs> wow. Can you calm down? That's a kid, Nahal. That's I, wild. <laughs> yeah. He just, I don't know how he did it, but it was amazing to just watch him. Anyway, um, this is so off topic. (laughs) Mr. Banks goes to the bank and he passes by like the steps of the cathedral where the bird lady no longer is. And I guess it's like he pauses there to reflect on like the lost opportunities, fully like taking in what Bert has said. Um... Because it could have been a nice moment for Michael to give the tuppence to the woman and then they fed the birds together, but it just, it's not there anymore. Mm. Um, but yes, he goes into the bank, he's led up by two guards into into the office where all of these like partners are sitting, uh, and he he's essentially like fired because they compare like the run on the bank that happened to like the Boston, the Boston tea, tea party. party. <laughs> like, good lord. Yeah. But um yeah, no, he he gets um they punch a hole through his hat, which I feel is unnecessary. And like ruin his and, umbrella. And like they wreck his own... <laughs> Yeah. It's like wholly like unnecessary. And then they're like, do you have anything to say? (laughs) And this is the reintroduction of a joke that we didn't mention earlier. It happened. This is like the third rule of threes. This is the third time we hear it. Um, And he says it. It's first first said by Uncle Bert. And then it's repeated by Michael to his dad. And then now. Yeah. Now he's like, Jane and Michael me on straight. And... uh, (laughs) Michael says or something uh, something about a man's whose legs named a man who has one leg named something Smith Smith and then Smith. Jane is like what's the other what's the other leg's name or something like that and then mm-hmm. he laughs and he's like that's great anyway I got to go and then for like a minute <laughs> the 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 <laughs> Bank guys like um, leg named Smith. One legged man, Smith. Man with a leg, one leg named Smith. And then he figures it out, and he laughs, and he floats into the air, and like, like Bird's uncle did. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is just a thing that y'all can do anywhere. You don't have to be like related to magic. You can just do it. Mr. Banks just like fully goes a wall for some time. <laughs> this because the next the next time we see the scene, it's like Mary Poppins. The wind changes, and Mary Poppins had said that she would only be there until the wind changes. So she begins to pack up her stuff, and the children are depressed at the fact that she's leaving. It's like, but Mary, don't you love us? Mm-hmm. Like. She doesn't care about us. It's trying to guilt her into stay. And she's like, listen, if I fell in love with every child, 
but she cares about them. Obviously, but she's she like, does. if I loved every child, what would be, what would happen to me? And I'm like, I mean, I guess that is a fair statement. But at the same time, you clearly care about these kids. Um, but yeah, and then they, the dad comes home or whatever, and they, he's like, I've, I've been fixing the kite. <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> go to the park now. And they all go, and they go fly a kite. Um, but we meet back up with um, Dawes Jr. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, we meet back up with Dawes Jr., who is like, um, you know, that was a lovely joke that you told. Father died laughing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Banks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Murder. <laughs> Second degree. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, and then he just... Because there's an opening for a partner now. So I guess they just give it to him. Because that makes sense. Um, like, fully. I mean, to be fair, like, I understand that his kids are the ones that caused the chaos. He seemed to be a very good employee outside of that. <laughs> like... Yeah. Like, if it weren't that it was yeah, he seemed, his like, really, blood-related like, children, it would have been a very different <laughs> story. But, like, yeah. So, like, he's qualified <laughs> and fairly passionate about it. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, seeing that everyone's happy now, Mary Poppins, after having a conversation with her parrot umbrella, um, floats into the air uh, to another adventure, not to be seen for like forty years, mm. but um, she Bert's like, don't stay away too long, Mary. But again, she's not seen again for like forty years. So yeah, she's like super nanny. She just goes where she's needed. <laughs> um, yeah, and then that's like the end of the movie. But also, um, so. Again, referring to this Wikipedia page for this movie, um, apparently Travers is who like demanded that any suggestions of romance between Poppins and Bert be eliminated. So the lyrics were for Dolly Holiday were like written so that it were it was a clearly platonic relationship, quote unquote. Um, but there were still hints of romance. Like we still see it. Like. <laughs> Sorry, you failed. I, I <laughs> maybe that's why Julie Andrews was just like, so I don't want to get on the wrong side of this woman. So please <laughs> eliminate this love song that you're making happen. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. So <laughs> yeah, but also um, in terms of the uh, reboot sequel. Um, it, it, the, it says that Travers said that it was for any subsequent work, so I'm assuming Disney had the rights to most of the adventures up till that time, I guess, which means that, like, mm -hmm. they didn't technically go against her will, per se, because they had the rights, but it's still, like, very iffy territory where I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know about that, but okay. Let's get into the rain. 
<laughs> so we have uh, music and choreography, amazing, immaculate. I have no qualms with this choreography. Like Dick Van Dyke, like I don't know who he, what he had to sell to get his legs to move in certain ways, mm. but like he's real good. <laughs> and I just I always think of like him playing Dawes Jr. in uh, Mary Poppins Returns and I'm like he's he's so, he's so much older now and he's still like up on the table doing the most <laughs> and I love him so much <laughs> like if this world has any hope like please let me meet Dick Van Dyke <laughs> before he passes away like please <laughs> Like, no, we live in times where people drop left, right, and center. And I yes. want to meet him. But mm -hmm. yes, no, actually, to with the music and choreography, I really enjoyed it. I, I liked all of the songs. None of the songs um, were boring to me. I didn't, like, dislike any of them. So for music and choreography, I will give it, like, a 4.25 out of... Um, 4.25 out of 5 chimneys chimneys cool um yeah man the songs are bops every one of them is a banger okay maybe not every one of them is a banger because some of them are like little lullabies <laughs> but like you know um still very good love it enjoy it um the dancing sequences also immaculate flavorful i love it um, and as a result, I'm gonna give it a 4.5 because you can't go wrong with Mary Poppins, apparently. Like, I didn't recall that that was a thing, <laughs> but like, <laughs> after having seen it this time, I'm like, okay, I appreciate. So, yeah, 4.5 chimneys. Nice. Uh, so next is story. I really like the story. I um I like the that we got to go on like these little mini adventures throughout the and they all well maybe not all, but like that last sequence like I mentioned with like Mary Poppins causing like the whole Tuppence disaster. Mm -hmm. Just like I mean she didn't cause it. Like I people have free will. <laughs> but through the confluence of events that were semi-orchestrated by her influence on them. I will say that <laughs> I really like the story <laughs> um, that evolved from it. So I'll give it another 4.25 out of 5 tuppences. Cool. Yeah, the story's fun. It's like a, a really like cute like family movie. Um, yeah, I would. I mean, I I can see why there's a lot of people who like really go hard for this movie, and and so you know respect. Um, <laughs> so <coughs> I would give. <coughs> Hello. 
<laughs> um, I they don't want you to talk about it either. Truly. Uh, I will give the story 4.25 tuppences. How how much is a tu- is it a tuppence a one pence? A tuppence is no a tuppence is two. So you know, like we two have the two p coin. Pence. A tuppence is like two pence. Got it. Got it. So it's like two actual pences. Okay. It's like the loony and the toony. Got it. <laughs> Yes, and now for overall enjoyment, I enjoyed the heck out of this movie. I I started to like tear up a little bit during the um I don't know why that Bloody Bird song got me. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. I don't even like pigeons. Yeah, I really have like a strong feeling about them. Mm-hmm. So like I would not be within like ten 20 30 feet of this woman if if i saw this in real life but it's just it was real sad um so like i was emotionally invested in in the thing um so i'll give it yeah no it's it's another 4.25 uh umbrellas nice yeah i had a fun time you know bopping along um Mary Poppins I love that she's like got this thing about her where she's like not overtly like like mean and like stern and strict and stuff but like she still has that like thing about her that's like very like she's she's like very nice absolutely right but at the same time like her face Mm -hmm. tends to be like on this like like resting judging you face kind of thing um i don't know like there's like she doesn't she doesn't she's not like constantly smiling i don't know because like if you i I feel like as far as i remember the emily emily blunt um or poppins is way more like sweeter like like smilier and stuff than um julie andrews is Mm -hmm. Mary Poppins so like I don't know I I do I really like that um (laughs) that she's like not like overtly mean or anything like that but she is she isn't just like this like sweet little like you know (laughs) um lady um anyway enjoyment I did enjoy it (laughs) so I will give it um mm, yeah, 4.25 um, umbrellas. Ella's, Ella's, A-A-A's. Um. <laughs> How could you? We made it so far. <laughs> we made it so far. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, I, it did. It just took me over. This is a part of our podcast where we get to mention things that we've been thinking about that caught our attention. Some of these things are intriguing. Some are pure perfection. So buckle down and listen up because these are our obsessions. It's been a while since I've done like a proper obsession <laughs> Months. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, so... 
the rat musical. Yes. <laughs> Ratchet musical. It happened and we watched it. Oh my lord. I'm going to say this. I've I've said it to you. I've said it to other people. I want to become Andre the Shield. I of course. want to have his level of swagger at some point in my lifetime. <laughs> Please let me just he is so cool to he me. Is. He is so I... cool. <laughs> he is 100%. God. I agree. He is like God. like this like aura, this like this air about him that's just like just like chilling and like casually just awesome i don't know he's just like hanging out and still it, being like the coolest person and I it love drives that. me insane every time i see him because i just like <laughs> please but so the actual musical uh, <laughs> i'm like um, super like pleased that they did use like literally every one of the songs that they used i knew all of them um mm-hmm. it was all like it was some of the ones that i liked as my favorites um and i just i love that these people got their like uh flowers so to speak like they got recognition for their yeah, work absolutely um, and it's just cool and like they raised like what a million, uh, more yeah. than a million dollars for the actors fund. Actors fund, yeah. That's like insane. That's so cool. <laughs> like, um, but yes, the musical itself, it was fun. I liked it. I liked everyone in their roles. They were, they seemed to be having fun, um, which made it <laughs> very much fun for me. Andrew's like, um the perfect linguini like yeah. perfect <laughs> like literally perfect casting truly um, truly wow uh ashley as uh colette was a great time um of course titus who i enjoy a lot um mm-hmm. did a fantastic job for me um as Remy. Listen, when he when he sang, there was I don't a even bit. The song title. There was like a high ass fucking note, right? Yeah. Where he just like yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like up in the stratosphere, and I'm like. <laughs> but um, like in the in the middle of the show, you know, I feel like it, it was the song that would happen like just before like the intermission, mm-hmm. where he's where he's singing um uh, about his dreams, his his I want song, um. I can't, I don't remember what it's called, but it's made of the theme of the Ratatouille musical. Yeah. But you know the one that I'm talking about. Yes, So, (laughs) do you think they're going to release, like, did they, are they going to release, like, a soundtrack? Oh my god, I hope they do. I need a cast album, like, today. Like, (laughs) absolutely. Like, Like, I, I... Adam Lambert that, like, playing himself. I love it. <laughs> um, playing Wayne himself Brady. slightly as a rat. <laughs> just, just like a tinge of rat. Just like, a touch. Like a suggestion of rat. 
Whereas, like, Wayne Brady's like, here, I got the makeup, I got the ears, I am ready. ready to- <laughs> I love Wayne Brady so much. Same. Oh, God, so cool. Um, oh, it's so good. It's just, it was so good. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have nothing to, like, say against it. It was, like, they, they put it together in a month. They had um one of the producers was, like, the author of Slave Plays. So oh, yes, uh, Jeremy like... O'Harris. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it all came together so well for, like, the amount of time that they, they had to do it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I really like how they managed to, like, keep the idea when it was still fresh, you know, because sometimes, like, something like this would happen, and then it would be, like, six months later, and they'd be like, we're doing the Ratatouille musical, and interest would have died down, but they did it, like, really, really quickly, Mm. and I love that. Yeah, they, like, recognized its reach soon enough. (laughs) and we're like okay yes um we need to do something with this because we just we need to because people Mm -hmm. are are wanting this thing people are creating content for this thing um so good and i like the suggestion of ensemble (laughs) that they had (laughs) (laughs) the sort of hint of what an ensemble would be um, yeah, that. the dancing was great. Um, yeah, shout out to everybody who like contributed to this in every way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, ah, perfect. Um, well, Talent. I also have like two other obsessions. Um, okay, one of them isn't really musical theater. Say it's just like mm-hmm. musical, <laughs> and it's a trend, and I'm 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 enjoying it. I'm not gonna say their name. I'm just gonna spell it. It's on. They're on TikTok. L U B A L I N. Don't know if it's Lubalin, Lubalin. I don't know. Anyway, um, they are the ones who created, or he's the one who created. Um, the ooh, Caroline. Oh, well, oh, yes, 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 What did Caroline do, Helen? And also, um, <laughs> good, evening. good evening. Is this available? Yes, it is. Please leave me alone. sleeping. it's just so good it's so good um i need the series to go on for like a while um i need more of these immediately um but yeah i i I kid you not i sing these songs or at least listen to them five times a day (laughs) i mean they're like a minute long so like it's not really that excessive but yeah, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it's so good. It's just a fun time. Um, and then, obviously, my other obsession, I put this on my Instagram, as well as the yes. podcast Instagram. So if you follow us, you would know. Um, 
but you know, I mentioned this, I think, last episode um, that there, Marisha Wallace does this um, series, like live series on her Instagram where people just like sing at her. <laughs> and then she's like, you were great. And then, you know, we go on with our lives after. Um, I usually don't catch it because I think I usually have class around that time. But I had a huge break between my first class and second class of, on Wednesday. And uh, I was like, hmm, let's see if I, let me just pop in and see what happens. Um, and it was a dull night. And uh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was hesitating whether or not to like even say anything. And then I did. And then I was like, okay, um, can I sing? And then next thing I saw was like the thing where like you're on the live and then it says so-and-so wants to go live with you and I was like oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I sang for Marisha Wallace and she was really really nice and um yes that, like um, because uh, you were good she was really nice and we had like a 20 second because conversation <laughs> you were good well um, then please <laughs> I genuinely like Anyways, yes, we had a two-second conversation where she was also like, girl, you don't believe me when I say you have a good voice. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think you would lie to me. But at the same time, you know how my imposter syndrome is set up. Um, <laughs> it doesn't sound right. But um, but anyway, she's so nice. And um, yeah, I just like, I want to know her and like get like i don't know she's a, just a cool person and i just she's cool <laughs> i i like but like here's the thing about our obsessions i was thinking about is is that a lot of the time when we obsess about one thing it will come back in some way or another in like a different yeah. episode it's happened so many different times it happened with ben platt with me it happened mm -hmm. it's happened with marisha wallace now um, it's happened with the Ratatouille musical, um, mm -hmm. Prince of Egypt, mm -hmm. probably Hamilton, probably Hades Town. Like we, over and over. That's why it's called obsessions. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that is that. Are, those are my obsessions. Um, that is, I guess, it. Right. Yeah, I don't have anything. <laughs> That's fair. Like every every class I've been in, they're like, "What what is your favorite thing about the hall the, the break you had?" And I was like, "I watched the Ratchetusical <laughs> in every one of my classes." <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you would like to follow us on social media, we are TMMTMM Podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on Tumblr at Tommy More Tommy More Podcast. .tumblr.com you can email us at Tommy Moore, Tommy Moore podcast at gmail.com we have a Patreon um, we're gonna be trying some new shit on there so you can come and come along for the ride if you go to patreon.com forward slash TMFTM podcast and I think that's about it well we also have a Spotify playlist thing that um we do with like all the songs that we like from 
the music is we haven't updated it in a little bit but we're gonna update it very soon and uh then you'll know what our favorite songs are from each musical that we've watched um uh so yeah there are playlists for each year since the beginning of the podcast and uh yeah go follow us over there tmm tmm podcast thank you again for listening um we will catch you in the next january January episode. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, I have been your host, Leah. And I've been your host, Adicia. And this has been Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye.